Hi. What's up? How's it going? Welcome to the I'm party, well, everybody. Dude. Thanks for asking. Yeah, I wasn't asking you. Get oh. out of here. What's up, guys? Are you doing swell? I'm doing quite swell. My uh, my Uber Eats that was supposed to be here at 3.05 is about to arrive. It's 4.08. Mm, hungry uh, baby. Yeah. It's it's actually just uh, coffee. Oh. Yeah. I, I had was, one of those earlier. Know, I was hoping to have coffee before we started this show because mm-hmm. I'm tired, but I guess, you know, I guess that can't happen, <laughs> Uber Eats. Not a thing. I ordered some coffee, like, way early this morning, which is something I don't normally do. I usually wait till, like, two or three. Yeah. But I just couldn't hang today. I couldn't do it, y'all. Yeah, we did get a new intro. It's very dramatic. Adam made that. Oh, is it dramatic? I thought it was fun. I don't know. Someone said it's dramatic. the same thing i just changed the co- i just changed the logo put change, in the, put i did in put in a new colors. song oh okay but i thought the song was like more ah. fun than the other one i don't know uh yeah i put it put a different i put a little bit of a different song in and then i just changed all the colors so it matches all the uh our current color scheme which yeah. was a uh, fun uh, fun little i don't know it didn't take that long just sometimes some of the stuff you know when you like save a project file and you get new versions of the program and Adobe is notorious for this, where the program stops being able to open old mm-hmm. files, and you're like, why? Yep. <laughs> why you hurt me like this? I don't get it. Yep. <clears throat> so that was a little bit of a thing to deal <clears throat> with today. But other than that, you know, it's Friday. We're super excited to be here. Friday. Yay. <laughs> Malika's going to pop something off, I bet. You're not set up to have a microphone, because I didn't know you are going to be here. There she Uh-oh. is in the corner. <laughs> She's here. Nope. Nope. Still not in that. Still one. not in the shot. Just your hand. <laughs> in and out. In and out. In and out. Maybe. In I mean, I can. In and out. Look, I'm. <clears throat> no, I'm just getting coffee. I won't turn down a double double. Double double. It's time to meet my order at the door. Yeah. I'll be right back. <laughs> Can I get my animal style? Is that a thing? <laughs> uh, so we're gonna put in we're gonna we're gonna put in our in and out orders because that's a convenient place that's not too far from here. Oh, I know what headset this is. This is the devil headset that's got a floppy arm. You can hear this, but when I put this headset on, it doesn't work. So this headset's going to retirement hell, and that's just how it's gonna be. I uh, hope you guys are having a, a nice day. It's Friday. We're going to be partying later with Mr. Piano Pants. It's going to be a good old time, y'all. I hope you're excited. Yeah, go to go to, go to to headphone hell. That's where you're going, headset. Um, but yeah, we're going to be doing Mr. Piano Pants. is going to be coming by later. And then uh, right after this, we're going to be playing a little bit of D&D Clue. I have never played Clue. I have only seen the movie. So we're going to be doing that. And uh, that's going to wrap out our day, y'all. It's uh, Friday's kind of nice because it's uh, a nice way to, for us to just kind of like wrap out and, uh, you know, close out the day with doing something fun. And so uh, I'm excited to just hang out with y'all and just play a little bit of games and then, uh, you know, call it a weekend. I am going to San Diego with Emily after this to see my family, some uh, uh, people I have not seen for months now. <laughs> Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. So I'm excited to kind of get out of the house for once. Uh, I hope all of you are practicing good social distancing. 
Uh, I hope all of you are staying safe out there amongst everything that's going on. I know we continue to live in a uh, very like high stress time. And there's a lot of stuff going on, uh, going on out in the world that's making a lot of people justifiably angry. And I totally get that. I hope that us being here provides you a little bit of an escape from that and a little bit of entertainment and a little bit of joy and happiness. Uh, that's the that's the headset that uh, we originally gave Naeem that was Funky Chicken. That's why I, need to, I just put into headset retirement hell. I got one of those too. I got one of those too. Lucas and I just get the same order at Starbucks, basically. Just trying to, uh, <laughs> you know, you start with your refreshing refresher, and then you finish with your calf. Oh, see, I do the opposite. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should start doing it your way, though, because it makes more sense to have, like, the refreshing cool drink and then have something that'll, like, boost your system for the rest of the day. I don't know. I just needed to hydrate on something. Yeah. Uh, I was watching... Do you watch Matt Diavella? Does anybody in the chat room watch Matt Diavella? Never heard of the fella. He's a YouTuber, and most of his content is based around minimalism. He also has a documentary out on YouTube... Or, sorry, on Netflix called uh, Minimalism. And he talks about how, like, he doesn't drink coffee after... I think it's, like... Well, he doesn't drink coffee up to 10 hours before he goes to sleep. Uh, because he says that, like, all of the caffeine in it kind of keeps your your system going for up to 10 hours or it's supposed to so he drinks most of his coffee in the very very early morning and then stops makes sense but i don't know if like we can hang like that yeah i mean i'll probably be going to bed about 10 hours from now yeah so. that's about true yeah uh also this coffee was supposed to be here an hour ago so yeah that's always a little bit of a frustrating thing when you're trying to like yeah i get Come that on, i get man. that yeah, he's a, he's a content creator on YouTube. He's really, really good. He just started a, uh, a new program called Slow Growth, um, where he tries to help different people who are fans of his or watch his stuff. Oh, Hype Train. Thank you so much for those resubs and those new subs. Very much appreciated. Did that welcome, scare welcome. you, Huck? Are you scared, buddy? <laughs> he's like, help me. He's like this. <laughs> he's like, oh, what? Oh, oh got it. <laughs> what the fuck? Is, is the coffee still hot, cold? Well, uh, it's hopefully it stayed cold. It is cold. Yeah, that's a good thing. But yeah, he's a really cool content creator on YouTube who I watch. Uh, he, he's done a lot of experiments throughout his throughout his creative career where he's done things of like 30 days of taking a cold shower, 30 days of no coffee, 30 days of sleeping eight hours, 30 days of sleeping for like four hours and see how it affects your body. Uh, really fun, interesting stuff. And it, yeah, I just really enjoyed his content, but he was the one who brought up the coffee thing. Uh, that I thought was like very very interesting. I hadn't, I did not know that, and I don't know like how many people out there actually know that stuff. But uh, I thought it was interesting, so I was like, ah, it's probably not something that I'm going to implement in my life because I have no clue when I go to when I'll go to bed. Yeah. Um, because you guys know this. We usually now that we have RPGs on the channel, we're usually ending the streams by like ten. So I don't know if I'll be going to bed right after that or if I'm going to bed four hours later because I'm working on stuff. I get this every time I drink out of one of these lids. After the, it shocks you. It shocks me. Yes. Has that happened Why to you? has that been a thing that's been happening? Has that happened every to you? Every time I get that drink. I, I brought it up to several people and they're like, what are you talking about? No, no dude. And the first it time hurts. The first it's time happened on it happened yes. on both of these cups, and I'm every time it happens, I'm like, this is something with me. Like I I'm just imagining. I, something. I wonder if it's because they have like all the lids stacked together, and like the friction causes static. Yeah, I don't know. Well, um, they, they put these like things oh, on sticker top things. too. Yeah. At the first time that happened to me, I thought that the plastic lid was like cracked, and my mm -hmm. lip got stuck. I know. Stuck in I, it. I keep thinking that I like cut my lip yeah. or something. Yeah. You're just electric. But Jim it's Blow only like it's Blow only Zero. the first sip. 
So it makes me think maybe it's something that the thing that they're putting on top is causing some sort of static. I don't know. It's weird, man. It yeah. hurts. It's a weird feeling. Hype train. Choo-choo. Adam has the insomnia. I think in some way we all in this house have some sort of insomnia. I know that I don't know about everybody else here, but I know my like 2020 so far, all things considered, I probably got the worst sleep of my life. Yeah. Like very, very poor sleep. Oh, thank you so much, Pete, one for the for the bits. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, thank you those bits. Them bitties. Thank you for them bitties. Me and my improv boys do bits. Oh. Little bitties. Y'all do little bitties. Oh, we do bits. Little little haha bitties. <laughs> Me and the improv boys. But yeah, I think I think this year I've probably gotten like the worst sleep of my life. I don't know why. I've just been like tossing and turning all the time. That tossing yeah. and turning leads to me not being able to like actually sleep sleep. Uh, so I go to bed by midnight or try to, and I'm like awake by eight, but I feel like I've slept for four hours. Yeah. And I'm just like so just lethargic every morning. I can relate. Right? It's like, and every, I don't know if it's this year or if it's just like getting old. Every dang day Chat I room, wake help. up and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Chat room, <laughs> help. Help. Every good day. Is anybody day. else struggling like this? All right. What's new? Uh, after this, we're going to be playing uh, D&D Clue. Yeah. Got some fun incentives and stuff. I don't think any of us have ever played Clue. Yeah, I was mentioning uh, that I've seen the movie, but I've never played yeah. uh, the game. Um, got some stuff to learn, but otherwise it, it seems pretty straightforward. It seems just mm. kind of like a game of process of elimination and, and secrets and stuff. Uh, so there's some interesting new rules uh, in this Clue game mm -hmm. that aren't actually in the... Um, actual game og clue huh so like clue. i conceptually know like what clue is yeah original at least like murder mystery is that kind of what this is too or is mm -hmm. it very different yeah oh, okay. someone's killed and you're trying to figure out who the killer is where it happened and with what weapon item what weapon? what item what item well if you know me i probably would murder someone with a big old kitchen knife someone was murdered i was did it me with the kitchen knife and Adam did it. <laughs> uh, Why don't we just ask the murdered? Yeah. Maybe next time try touching the lid with your hand to equalize the electric Look, charge. Look, I think that every single time, but it's not a thought that goes through my head before I take the first sip. <laughs> the thing well, gets I'd in my shocked, hand well, and I'm like, shocked, yeah, well, it's shocked. here. Yay, time to finally drink my... Oh, fuck! <laughs> He just <laughs> turns into a just lighting yeah. bolt. <laughs> you turn into Superman from 1996 when they gave him electric powers. I'll leave myself a note. But here's my thing with reminding myself about anything is then I forget the reminder. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I'll make myself notes all the time and forget where I put them. Yeah. Did you know that? Did you know that Superman gave him electric powers and he had like a whole redesign in the 90s? I think I'd heard that. Yeah. Electric Superman. He was red and then blue. And I don't know if he ended up like splitting himself in half or something, but it was really weird. It was really weird. There was literally a phase where he didn't have a cape and blue, blue tidy white or underoos. I'd love to hear underoos. how they tried to like make it make sense. Like, you know, he, you know, static. He vibrates his body so fast that it makes static. I forget shit. exactly what happened. Like, I'm vaguely remembering the comic book, but I remember he was, like, near an electrical socket, and it, like, he somehow, like, touched it, and it ended up, like, turning him into an electric Superman. And that was a very short face. Because <laughs> yeah. they were like, we probably shouldn't have done this. This was probably a bad idea. But I read it in the 90s, but, you know, back then I was, like, 9 or 10, so I don't really remember yeah. what ended up happening. Thank you so much for the bits. 
Look at that hype train. Friday hype. Mm -hmm. I hope you guys clipped some good stuff for tonight. Because if you didn't, what it's we on do? you. <laughs> if we, it's on you. If you didn't, we are going home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are going to go. Did you follow Sir David Attenborough on Instagram? No. Is he on Instagram? He just launched one today. Why? And uh, he wants to spread more awareness uh, in regards to just pollution in the earth and keeping our planet green. Well, that's nice but of him. But in the short time that he's had his Instagram account, he's already amassed... 73,000 followers. No, that can't be right. That's the wrong one, then. Because oh. he's got 3.5 million. Oh, well, this is probably just not updated. It's uh, just David Attenborough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm in the browser. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's always weird. 3.5 million. Yeah, there and, it is and, now. Yeah, and he's and also... Zero uh, following, two posts. Yeah, Jesus. just two posts. And in three hours and 45 minutes, he's got that many followers. Uh, and he's just... The first video that he posted on Instagram TV just kind of talked about... Uh, just the earth and the, the the state of the earth and where it's at and what we can do uh, to, to hopefully help push it into a better direction. Yeah. But he's also uh, got a new documentary that's coming out um, on Netflix called Life of Our Planet. And uh, it, I think the documentary is more about just that and, you know, what we can do to kind of turn our, turn our planet around. Because as we know, I mean, we noticed in L.A. just... Uh, with people not driving on the road because of COVID, the air was the so air was clearer. better. The sky was clear, and yeah. it was amazing how like that just just that action for like a month of people or two months, yeah, of people like not actively driving as much as they did, and it's how like much it cleared its stuff up. We have the answers for this kind of shit, right? It's just a bunch of lobbying and a bunch of old timers mm -hmm. deciding all this shit and destroying our world, and that's cool. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, speaking of um, Earth and, and the life of it and whatnot, uh, I just saw this today. There's this new movie that was announced, or not announced, but they, they uh, just dropped some uh, first images from mm -hmm. this new movie called uh, The Midnight Sky. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's got George Clooney, Kyle Chandler, oh, Felicity yeah. Jones. You remember hearing about this? Yeah. Tiffany Boone. Uh, so it's a lonely scientist in the Arctic races to stop a team of astronauts from re returning to a post-apocalyptic Earth after a, a mysterious global catastrophe, which is like, what a cool premise. And I'm it also kind of pisses me off because I have a, a series written that is basically this. Oh, no shit. It, well, I have, I have this sci-fi series that I wrote uh, started in college, and it's a, um, it's basically like a, there's, a, there's like a super prison on the moon kind of thing, uh, and um, at one point the prison loses contact with Earth. And that's season one, and then season two is coming back to see like what's going on. Uh, but it's a, it's. I mean, this is a really cool concept. Lots of cool, big names. Hey man, you want to make something? Let's make something. <laughs> I actually, and I also have not seen George Clooney in anything in I feel like a really long time, other than Nespresso commercials. Yeah. I feel like he hasn't really been in like a He's big had project in a while. Such an interesting career. Yeah. Uh, uh just. Yo, where he got married, ER. Lake Como in yeah. Italy, it's beautiful out there. It's where they shot episode uh, two, Star Wars. Yeah. For all the like love scenes between Anakin and Padme. But so I this project sounds really, really cool. And he's also the director of it, which yeah. I think is awesome. And it's a Netflix project. Yep. Uh, and uh, it's a uh, it's it's a uh, series. And they're doing a second season apparently already. Oh, it's a series. I think so. Uh, where was it? I just saw it on here. There's a huge article about it on Vanity Fair yeah. where they're talking about that's, it. That's where the images were, were 
dropped. Yeah, it says, in the, in the Midnight Sky, directed and starring George Clooney, the crew of the NASA starship Ether are returning home after exploring a newly discovered moon of Jupiter, which turns out to have a breathable atmosphere and habitable climate. But as they emerge from the communication blackout, they find that the discovery of a potential new home for human beings has been overshadowed by the death of the old one, which is crazy because like that would make sense to me. Yeah. Because by the time you would get all the way out there, a ton of time will have passed on Earth mm -hmm. uh, or just a ton of time will have passed, period. Mm -hmm. So by the time you're back, it's like, oh, shit. We've like, who knows? Yeah, I mean, inter I think like for me, I know there's a lot of people who don't like Interstellar, which is totally fine. But I think like the science behind it of like traveling through a black hole to get to other planets mm -hmm. and then coming mm -hmm. back and a ton of time has passed on Earth, yeah. is a terrifying concept. Yeah, the fact that Matthew McConaughey comes back and he's only like a few months older than he was when he left, but his daughter is on her death is on her deathbed is like that's traumatic. To think that, like, that could happen to you. Yep. That you could come back and, like, all of us would be old as dust is pretty, crazy. Pre pretty wild. Yeah. yeah. But I love the I love the concept and the idea of this thing. Yeah, I think it's a really cool concept. And I think, uh, like, scale-wise, it's, like, a really big thing for George Clooney to tackle as a director. Totally, dude. Uh, most of the stuff that George Clooney has directed has been pretty, I don't want to say small scale, because, you know, he's, he's somebody who's earned himself the ability to direct almost anything yeah um but in terms of like scope this is definitely like the biggest thing he's done i would agree i, I can't think of anything that he's done that would be a bigger undertaking for him yeah and i'm excited to just see like what he does technologically because you think about some of the directors he's worked with mm -hmm. uh and some of the directors that he's worked with um have really pushed like gravity for example is mm -hmm. just like yeah that was such a feat of filmmaking in like the digital era of the last like 20 years. Yeah. Uh, a very impressive movie. And he's working with Emmanuel Lubezki again, uh, who was the cinematographer on Gravity. So I'm like very excited to see what they come up, what they come up with and what sort of ways they push the tech forward. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't realize that uh, Felicity Jones was in this movie too. Yep. That's awesome casting. Um, and yeah, Alfonso Cuaron is like such a great filmmaker to learn from in terms of making this sort of stuff. So many of the suits in Gravity, like the, the um, astronaut suits were all digital. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this looked so real. Yeah, I watched a lot of behind the scenes for that movie just whenever, I think they came out in like 2014, I wanna say. The movie? Yeah, 2014. I think it came out in 2010. Did it? Am I wrong? It when did like Gravity come out? Gravity release date, might've been 2012. Gravity release date. I can't spell. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was 2013. 2013, okay. Uh, yeah, I watched a lot of behind the scenes for that in school. Yeah. And it, it was it was mind-blowing stuff. Yeah. That opening uh, scene was really, really cool, the way they shot it. Oh, sorry. I don't think it's a series. Cause it says The Midnight Sky will debut on Netflix sometime in December. So it's probably not a series yeah. then. Um, but anyway, yeah, Kyle seems, Chandler's great. But seems pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I love Kyle, Kyle Chandler, my Friday Night Lights coach. Kyle, Kyle Chandler is one of those actors that like – Everyone recognizes him when they see him, but not everybody can always piece together what they know him from. Yeah. He was in um, Bloodline on Netflix. It's a really good show. A lot of mm -hmm. people didn't watch that, but it, it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, Friday Night Lights, obviously. Friday Night I Lights. I love him in, uh, what's the movie where uh, he played, um, oh, The Wolf of Wall Street. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He plays the uh, cop who is like coming after Jordan Belfort, and he's great in that. There's so many movies that he's in that he does such a like really really good job that I love seeing him in. But yeah, I'm like very excited about this movie. And I remember hearing about it, 
and I saw the headlines today that they had like the first images from it, but I had not yeah. looked at it at all. But I'm very intrigued to see, uh, yeah, the Patrick Wilson effect. Patrick Wilson's also awesome. Uh, I was really excited to see him in Aquaman. But yeah, he's done so many of those Conjuring movies. And yeah. did you see the movie that he did with Liam Neeson? What's the uh, the commuter on the train? It's him and Vera Farmiga, and he gets like recruited to like try to uh, um, find a witness. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like this crazy like Taken meets Train Ride. It's really good. It's on it's on Amazon Prime. You should watch it. It's a really okay. fun movie. Has he done any movie without Vera Farmiga? <laughs> Uh, Just kidding. Aquaman? They, they do a lot of stuff together, though. <laughs> yeah, they've done, like, every Conjuring, every conjuring movie, movie. And that movie they did together. I know. They've done, like, I think, like, five movies together wow. or something. But they're a good pair. I like watching them and, mm-hmm. and stuff. Actually, she was, didn't, wasn't she in Up in the Air with George Clooney? She wasn't Up That's in the Air. That's a movie yeah. I haven't seen in a long time either. That's uh, a good one. Jason Reitman, I think. And I think that was, like, the first movie I saw Anna Kendrick in. I think that's the first movie she did. Like the first big movie she did. Yeah. Not sure what she did outside of that, but yeah. What else? Uh, I did not know that this was announced this morning, but I saw Boss Logic, who's like a very popular artist. Um, oh yeah, she was in Twilight. A very popular artist on Instagram. He mocked up this like Nick Fury title, and I was like, wow, why, what, why, why'd you make a Nick Fury title thing? That's really weird. And then I logged into Twitter. Or I got a notification on my phone that people were tweeting about Nick Fury, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then there was news that Nick Fury is getting his own Disney Plus series. Yeah. Uh, no details as to like what the series is going to be about, where it takes place, if it's going to be in Phase 4, if it's going to be before that. The last time we saw Nick Fury, though, he was a scroll. How are we going to solve that mystery? I actually didn't even think into this, because I saw the headlines and stuff, but didn't didn't read into it. Yeah. But- do we know if this is going to be Samuel Jackson or is this like a different time period? It's Samuel Jackson. Gotcha. Yeah, that that they did confirm. Cool. Uh, so it will be Samuel Jackson. Um, but yeah, I'm like, what happens to Nick Fury after Tony Stark's funeral? We see him at the funeral and he doesn't really have much dial. Like, he, I, don't I'm think, interested. I don't think he says a thing. I'm interested. What spoilers? Cool. Hey, if you haven't seen the Spider-Man Far From Home, then like, that's not on me. <laughs> that's, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's out there. Um, yeah, I think this might answer the question of where is he? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, because he was at the funeral, and then I remember when Spider-Man: Far From Home was coming out, and the trailer was like, "Oh, you're Nick Fury!" Da, 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 da. It was like a very surprising encounter, and people mm-hmm. were like, "Yeah, but we saw Endgame, and you two were at the funeral together." Yeah, and their very like deflective answer was like, "Well, the two characters probably just never interacted with one another," and it's right. like, "Okay, sure, I guess." Um, but then we found out that that character was not who we thought he was in that movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, what, what, how, like, how are we? What's the character's objective is going to be? How is it going to tie into Phase Four? Uh, like, what's going to happen? Is this maybe going to be a story of like how he comes back and what happens when he when he comes back? Yeah. After Thanos, un- under after the unsnapping of the entire universe in Marvel in uh, Avengers Endgame, I don't know. He had a small cameo in Agents of Shield. Which, like, yeah. really solidified that show tying into the movies. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know how the Netflix stuff is? It's, like, loosely tied in. Yeah. And they, like, re- they re- reference the event, I think they called it in, yeah. the, in those shows. But that was, like, the first time we had, like, officially solidified the crossover of those two things. Other than, obviously, Coulson being in those shows. Um, 
But yeah, I'm like very curious to see like what this thing could be, and if Shield itself will have more of a Disney Plus presence. Yeah, because I do wonder with a character like Nick Fury, because he sort of is like the architect of the Avengers in some regard. What role will he play in building the new Avengers team? Will he continue to do that, or like right. at what point? At what point does Samuel Jackson goes like, I've had enough of playing this character? Right. I. That's a great question, and I, I kind of dig the idea of him just kind of fading out of yeah. the movies and having this series. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this could be continuing his story and kind of gracefully letting him out of those mm -hmm. movies, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like, I'm very curious to see what Phase 4 does in terms of how like the world moves on after the snap. Yeah. Because we got a little glimpse of it in Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm -hmm. But I would imagine that, like, the other movies will also kind of have to deal with that in some regard. Yeah. Like, it's weird to me that we have, like, a, a cataclysmic event like that where, like, people are dead for five years. Mm. And then, like... It has to be covered in some way. Yeah. Like, like Spider-Man covers it. This would be a global, like, right. depression right. that everyone would have. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Exactly. And, you know, like... People like we've made jokes about it for the last like year or two of like, oh, yeah, but you know, people moved into people's apartments who were snapped and then they came back. What is that like? Yeah, like I kind of want to know, honestly. Yeah, yeah, like how many relationships destroyed and, and suicides, honestly. Like, yeah. it would be like it would be fucking awful. Yeah, like I imagine, you know, the. And the movie doesn't dive into any of this stuff, but like, yeah, like, what is the world that really spicy like? Spicy drama, explore it. You what, know what I mean? Yeah, like, what happens when four, like, three and a half, four billion people disappear and then they come back? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I'm sure in the couple years, like, we've kind of adopted to there being less people. Exactly. And yeah. it's just like, oh, the world's overcrowded again. Yeah. Like, oh, man, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Like that uh, that subreddit of uh, Thanos did nothing wrong or whatever. Right, <laughs> a right. Lot of, a lot of people <laughs> probably being like, whoa, the world's a lot better now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, Couch Warrior. Like most of these people coming back would be homeless. I remember having this thought, too, of like there's some story there of, uh, you know, some somebody wants revenge on the Avengers because mm. they they liked what Thanos did because right. they were in some sort of abusive relationship or something, and it like fixed some of their problems. Yeah, probably. And it fixed their problems. There, you know, this ab abuser is gone now, and then they're back. Yeah, like there's there's some spicy stories there right. to tell. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, no, I I totally agree. Yeah, it's like what happened to their bank accounts? What happened yeah. to like you know like what happens to their debts? Are they wiped clean? Oh my gosh! I know that it's like I know it's like very detailed stuff that like general moviegoers are like I don't care, but I'm actually kind of interested to know like it's not like we need an explanation. No. It's just like it'd be very interesting to yeah. to talk about. Like if they like you could honestly you could make a Marvel Cinematic Universe show that just talks about that. Yeah, totally. And it's very much like a street level show where it just talks about like regular people in that universe mm -hmm. yeah. who like disappeared and then came back and how it's affected all yeah, We these don't things. even need superheroes in that show. No, just like people. it could be in the background. Yeah. That could be, that could be interesting. But yeah, I mean, in any case, I'm interested to see sort of like what this show is going to be about and how it like furthers the, this character's adventures. Yeah. Sam Jackson is 71. Yeah. Just by honestly, the way, he looks really good for 71. Oh, he looks great. Uh, but you know, like 
how many more years does he want to play this character? Yeah, it's crazy to me to just even think that he's going to be starting a TV show. I know. Play, or a television show. Yeah, which is kind of nuts because we've had this character in movies for a decade now. Yeah. And he's always just kind of like popped up in movies. Mm -hmm. but which is very kind of easy, you yeah. know, show up on in set for maybe a week tops. Yeah, yeah. My f this I think is like such a big commitment. undertaking. Yeah. yeah. My, I think my favorite... My favorite movie featuring Nick Fury has probably been The Winter Soldier. Yeah. Captain America. Yeah. I think that's where we got to really understand Nick Fury the most. Mm -hmm. And I know Captain Marvel, he's also like a very prominently featured character and we get to know a lot about the backstory of, of him. Yeah. Some things I like, there's some there's some things I don't like. I know a lot of people love the, the fact that it's the cat that scratches his eye out. Mm -hmm. And in like the future movies, it's such a like play up of like, my eye, my eye. It's such a big thing. Da, da, da. Meanwhile, it's like very much like not that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think Winter Soldier really showed us a different side of Nick Fury that I agree. was a little bit unexpected. And I hope that the show explores more of that as well. I think it could make it really, really cool. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more details about it, but we, it's still pretty scarce. Yeah. Yeah, I'm stoked. I, I want more reasons to um, feel like my Disney Plus subscription matters. Yeah. Uh, and this is, yeah. They need to keep doing some original series and, and keep the hype going. Because right. I've, I've seriously considered unsubscribing for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, Disney's still, like, trying to make their movies that they've had on their slate. <laughs> but, you in know. In and out. In and out. It's going to be in, in and, and out. out of me pretty yeah. soon. I don't know why. Bro, That's a thing. Oh, yeah. Zach's not here, by the way. No idea what's happened to him. Not subbing to D-plus till October 30th. Makes sense. I feel like Mandalorian is, like, the thing that constantly pulls people back in. Yeah. You know, because... It's, I mean, it's so good. It's worth the yeah. money just for that. It's very good. And D Marvel... Thank and, you. And some of this is, like, not on Marvel because, you know, the pandemic changed a lot of stuff. But uh, I, I think you were the one who mentioned this, like, a while back. was, like, they... they they like shot out the gate with one big thing mm -hmm. and kind of hoped and prayed that people would stick around just for like their other yeah not so big original stuff which like i i i praise the confidence you know for being like this is no one for like yeah. We, yeah we got mando i i think yeah it's it's kind of like a uh, it was banking on a lot of us just forgetting that we had the subscription too mm -hmm. which i frequently do like if i Ooh. Are you sure? I'm a double single. Oh, I mean, What's that's a, a this double is a double single? double. What are they even referring to when double they say single double is double? Two meat, one cheese. Two meat, one cheese. Why would you not get? Why would you not get two cheese? Some people just prefer one. What is that? Like twenty less calories? Come on, just go for it. Get you the double double, <laughs> Matt. Matt is the funniest person to go to in and out with. Oh yeah, he's so combative about it. <laughs> no, no, oh, no. Okay, oh, no. You gotta have a one to one ratio. I like the one to one ratio. I'll take my one to one. No, 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 one to two. Uh, you know, it's all that's all subjective. I'm a dub dub boy. <laughs> dub dub. No, I'm, I'm good. good. Thank you I'm, though. Thank you. Uh, Matt's the best to go to in and out with because he has like a very specific order of like a double single with grilled onions, mm -hmm. no lettuce and tomato, oh, oh, whole, uh, whole grilled onions. Uh, 
spread toast, toast the bun or some shit. Yeah, it's like he he want, he has spread, and I don't remember if he has ketchup, but mm-hmm. it's very specific. And I'm like, you definitely work here or yep. worked here at some point. Um, yeah, there you go. Uh, how many people are fans of In and Out? I know In and Out's like only. It only goes to Arizona, mm-hmm. I think. It's just out west. Yeah, it's just out west. It's pretty good. Yeah. I've had a lot better burgers, I, but <laughs> it's, it's like, cheap, so it's, you know. I, yeah, like, I really like In-N-Out. I will never say that it's gross. Yeah. Like, I, I, I've i never had a disappointing experience there. I won't go as far to say it's, like, the greatest burger ever, but it's very good for the price. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like that's what's so yeah, great about it. It's very affordable. I think, a, I think a double double is four dollars. Yeah, this this meal is eight bucks yeah. with a drink. I'm like, that's pretty good for the food. Yeah, I'm a big uh, big Shake Shack guy. I don't think I still. I don't think I've been to Shake it, Shack. Shake yet. Shack is so good, but it is like it's a different category because you're you're talking like yeah, you're talking like twelve to fifteen for your meal. But don't they like put like a bunch of like ground stuff into your meat patty? Mm-hmm. It's Guess it depends on what you're looking for. It's great. Shake Shack, so good. Uh, what else are we talking about? Hit me with this Twitter topic. Oh yeah, uh, I saw that. Um, so I saw today Twitter is going to be doing this uh, read before you retweet prompt to any users that uh, retweet an article without actually clicking through, which is a freaking epidemic. And I'm I'm guilty of this too uh, because I remember several months back. It was like right after the uh, the COVID pandemic lockdowns, mm-hmm. um, so it would have been probably mid March. I uh, I saw this article on Twitter that was trending, and I saw a bunch of people retweeting it and stuff. So I retweeted it too because it was something about like Yellowstone, uh, you know, had some sort of activity or something like that. It was a Newsweek article, and Newsweek is always such trash. But I retweeted it. And it was like one of my bigger tweets. I was just like, can you not right now, Yellowstone, or something like that? And it got like 10,000 likes just because I think it was, I hopped on this like stupid Twitter moment at the right time. Uh, but anyway, a lot of people replied to me and were, were like, you need to read the article. It says that this is regular activity. So it was just some stupid fucking clickbait title. And like, then I was like, I got to start reading these articles that like, this is still happening where people just put out these clickbait titles and shit and you can't really trust the headline. Anyway, Twitter's going to be like giving us a prompt now. If you don't click through to read the article, it's going to say you should read the article. Basically, Uh, it's still going to allow you to retweet. It's not going to change anything. It's not like you have to click through, uh, but there will be a prompt. And they've apparently been doing this since like June. As a test, mm-hmm. uh, and from their own numbers, they've found that uh, with this prompt that pops up, uh, people open articles 40% more often after seeing the prompt. Uh, they are uh, opening articles before retweeting increased by 33%. God and damn. then also some people went ahead and didn't end up retweeting after opening the article. Uh, it wow. just says some. There's not like a percentage on that. but uh, So it, it, it seems to be helping for more informed tweeting. And that's that's pretty much it. I would just, I was really interested in that, and I think that there's, <clears throat> there needs to be some responsibility with these apps for a lot of the dis and misinformation going mm-hmm. around. Uh, uh, and I think this is a good step by Twitter. Um, you know, they do a lot of bullshit stuff, uh, but I do think that this is a step in the right direction. I agree, and I know that when a lot of like entertainment based content comes out or articles of like 
this person's in this movie mm -hmm. or this thing is canceled or this is happening with this project. There's a lot of context in the article yeah. that answers a lot of questions and people don't read, read it. Shit, yeah. So I'll post an article just as an example. I'll post an article that's like, Robert Pattinson is cast in the Batman. And then people will be like, so is he playing the young version of Ben Affleck? And I'm like, dude, the article literally says mm -hmm. it's a new story that takes place two years into his like journey as Batman. Like all the context is in the article. Yeah. Don't ask me those questions. Read the fucking article. <laughs> and I think like that's been the biggest thing that I've like learned mm -hmm. from Twitter, especially in the last like year and a half is because I've done it too. People will, will retweet a headline and I'll be like, I'll get emotional about it positively or negatively. And then I'll click the article and I'll read through it. And I'm like, that's not actually what the article is saying. Yeah. Like you're getting mad at the article or you're getting excited about the article, but the context actually is very different. Yeah. There was also, there was an example of this one Newsweek uh, trend several years ago. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was this hiker that called herself the bikini hiker. Mm -hmm. And she would hike to like high peaks and then take an Instagram photo in her bikini. But like she would do this, uh, she would be wearing like regular clothes, like regular hiking gear while mm -hmm. she was hiking. But then uh, she would like strip down into a bikini and take the photo and then, you know, get back into her regular hiking gear. Anyway, there was a headline of like uh, bikini hiker dies of hypothermia. And that was a Newsweek headline, and I'm like, oh, man, what the fuck is this? And then I read the article, and it was like, this woman was dressed appropriately when she died. She fell down a ravine, and she was trapped there for, like, seven days and used her, like, satellite cell phone. Oh. It's like this woman did everything right, but this headline that is trending on Twitter, everyone's just like, LOL, shouldn't do that. Like, obviously, duh, don't hike in a bikini. And it's yeah. like... Newsweek sucks. Read the article. This this is awful. Uh, anyway, that hopefully could keep us from having that kind of situation. Yeah, and I think on these platforms where the where these clickbait headlines just surge. Yeah, and like I think that's the big thing that drives me nuts with because I have people very often you know tweet mm -hmm. me those types of things of like oh this article said this or or, the, or the, this is this 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 is making me so mad. What are your thoughts on this? I'm like, all right, hold on. Before yeah. you get upset, read the article, see exactly what it says. Because mm -hmm. it'll, yeah, like it'll talk about something, some movie being delayed, and I'm like, or some movie being canceled. It's like, no, 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 it just got delayed. Like, yeah, I think like I think we need features like this. Yeah, that prompt people to do their actual homework. Mm -hmm. And I hate, and I've like everyone's guilty of this. I'm guilty of this. I hate when people put a spin on something. Because the headline is clickbaity, yeah. Without reading it, because then like the website won, mm -hmm. and I hate that. And like I would hope that, like I get it. We like live in a very competitive age where like everybody has to be competing for clicks mm -hmm. and da, da 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 da. At the same time, I want to source more information from websites that properly headline the things that they're talking about. Yeah. Because I will share that shit way more than I'll share someone saying something just for a click. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we're stuck in this freaking pandemic where yeah, feels like 30% of people in this country don't even believe that a mask should be a thing that you should ever wear. God help even me. Even though doctors have been wearing them for 100 years to keep from 
Anyway. What a concept, anyway, dude. Anyway, that kind of shit gets shared. It's like, maybe read the article first. I don't know. What are you doing, dude? You trying to hustle me for food? You got real snappy with me yesterday. Are, are we friends? Oh, he, he was just... Look at him, look at him, look at him. He he's was like, just grumping. He's like, yeah, yeah, please. Oh, we're best friends, we're dude. Besties, Anytime yeah. you have food, yeah. you're my best friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love, oh, Huck. I love my little boy. Oh, Huck, you silly boy. Yeah, what else do we... What else do you want to talk about today? <clears throat> do we have anything else? Oh, yeah, yeah this news. I'm constantly getting pinged on Discord, and I can't tell where it's coming from. Who's pinging me? Come here. Uh, Go to bed. If you guys saw the 2019, what? no, 2020, came out this year. Holy crap. Uh, if you saw the 2020 remake of The Invisible Man, there's an actor in that movie, Aldous Hodge, who is incredibly, incredibly well cast in that movie, and he's such a great supporting actor. The movie that we were talking about, it's the movie that Regina King had directed. That's right. That's um, been going through the festival or right. virtual festival circuit, I guess. That's coming to a streaming platform. And I think he's Aldous Hodge is in that. Mm, he's yeah. in that, yeah. Um, but it came out today that he's going to be joining The Rock as Hawkman in Black Adam, and that's Which is dope. dope as shit. It's so dope. I, I like this movie's going to be so good. It's going to be it's, nuts. It's going to be fun. I think. Yeah, this movie's going to be crazy. I'm very excited about it. Uh, the character of Hawk Girl, who was in the Justice League TV show, was awesome, mm -hmm. um, and I loved like her banter with Green Lantern John Stewart. So I hope that like this is planting the seeds to see Hawk Girl eventually show up. And please, for the love of God, have John Stewart show up because I would love to see that banter. Um, Hawkman has a very confusing and like convoluted history in comic books. Yeah. The character, the visual element of the character was inspired by the Hawkmen from Flash Gordon, which I did not know that. I didn't know that either. I have only ever seen images of this character, too. I have no idea anything about this this character. Yeah, and like I've read very limited history of Hawkman or very limited comic book runs of the character. Um, but yeah, he's like it's got a very confusing history. There's some parts of his history where he's a reincarnated ancient Egyptian, and in the modern version of whatever story he's in, he's Carter Hall, an archaeologist. And uh, I think it was previously known as the Ninth. What was the name of the? Uh, it's like this, like rock. I forget what it's called. It's called like Ninth Gem or something. It allows him to like fly. They ended up changing it later on in the comics, and it's called the Nth Gem, I think. Gem or rock or something. Metal. Nth metal uh, that allows him to like be able to like fly. It's anti gravity basically. Uh, and then in other versions, he's from Thanagar. He's an alien from Thanagar. <laughs> uh, he's like a space cop, more or less. Kind of like a Green this Lantern. This is so bonkers. It's so fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, and his name is... Oh, God. What is his name? It's not Carter Hall, but it sounds like Carter Hall. Yeah. Uh, and then he ends up coming to Earth, and he ends up adopting the, the identity of Qatar Carter Hall. Hole Qatar Hall. Like something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I... I I've always loved the imagery of this character, and I've known I've never known anything about him because mm -hmm. I love like the like mace kind of looking yeah. weapon, yeah, and the mask. Like yeah. it's always such a cool character. And he's like, but I, I I don't know anything about Hawkman. This is all so bonkers. He's a very aggressive character. Like really? he's got a little bit of a temper, so I'm excited to see them like play into that whole thing. Yeah, to see like a character who's very frustrated with another character like Black Adam. I would imagine that because they're doing the Justice Society of America and. Uh, I still am not 100% sure if this is a period piece. I don't think it is. I think it's modern time. Right. Um, but it could be set in, like, the 40s or something. I could be wrong. But because Black Adam's history is very much tied to ancient Egypt, 
I would imagine that Hawkman will also probably be tied probably to that. Probably that route. And he'll be like a reincarnated prince. Yeah. And in modern day, he's Carter Hall, archaeologist, who probably like may potentially unearth Black Adam. I don't know. I don't know. We still don't know a whole ton of details about the movie. Mm-hmm. But man, yeah, it's I- crazy to me that we're getting a like reincarnated character like this or potentially an alien from Thanagar. I could, I could definitely see the route of unearthing and... Uh, Finding this metal, mm-hmm. uh, unearthing Black Adam and finding this metal being the yeah. same event and the you know basically inciting incident of the whole yeah. story. Yeah, and we've also got Doctor Fate in the movie, and it it seems like Doctor Fate and Hawkman are going to be like the established characters of the Justice Society of America, and then Adam Smasher and Cyclone are going to be like the new recruits. So I'm pretty stoked to like see what what comes of this movie. Yeah, um, yeah, like there's been so many versions of Hawkman, and and uh, Eridance was talking about in Smallville. Um, how they were both uh, reincarnated versions. Uh, I forget the name of the actor. I think it was Michael Shanks played Hawkman. Uh, but it was it's cool that we're finally get to see some of these like a little bit more obscure characters yeah. on the big screen, uh, especially a character like Doctor Fade. Like I'm like, all right, where's Spectre? Where's all these awesome characters? Mm-hmm. Like I want to see where's Plastic Man. Like I want to see the obscure of the obscure. Same dude. Well, and that's why I, I still love Shazam. For, yeah, for it just existing. Formerly known as Captain Marvel, because I don't know. Yeah, I don't know anything about uh, so many, so many DC mm-hmm. characters, and people tell me DC characters are amazing, but I'm like, I'm not tired of Batman. It's just like we can do other things We've besides Batman. Yeah, let's see some of these other cool characters. And I think the exciting thing about DC that like Marvel has like slowly started to do a lot more of is mm-hmm. legacy. Mm-hmm. DC has had legacy characters almost since the inception of the DC universe. Yeah. We've had Alan Scott Green Lantern. We'd have Hal Jordan, Kyle Rayner, John Stewart. Like we've had all these amazing lanterns pass on the torch from d- to like different characters, and some of them coexisting in the same universe. Mm-hmm. With Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman, for the most part, in like their greater comic book history, they've always been Clark Kent, Diana Prince, and Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Dick Grayson has been Batman at certain points and yeah. stuff like that, but generally speaking, th- they're the ones who've been. Those Which characters is like an interesting route for a universe that they could be creating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, I don't know. Like this Shazam's done. Let's pass it on to a new actor, mm-hmm. and it's a new movie, and it's not even a reboot. It's kind of like a sequel. Yeah, and I think like also characters like the Flash is super exciting to me that we've had like Barry Allen, Bart Allen, Wally mm-hmm. West. We've had Flash characters from the future show up in the present, go into the past, like yeah, all these different things. And I'm like, this is cool because this like one. It opens up storytelling to a huge universe, basically. Mm-hmm. And two, it uh, it allows the opportunity for there to be a legacy so the character can live on through different interpretations yeah. of the character. Because Jon Stewart from Hal Jordan, like, they're very different. Yeah. Kyle Rayner, very different. You know, Wally West to Bart Allen to Barry Allen to Jay Garrick. Like, they're all unique. And I love that about the DC characters. And I want to see more of that. And I hope that if... I think Black Adam will be very good, and I think it'll be very entertaining. But my hope is that aside from people falling in love with Black Adam, they fall in love with Hawkman, Doctor Fate, Cyclone, Adam Smasher. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we can then do Get those movies, a movie, or if HBO Max decides they want to do the Justice oh, Society dude. of America, let's go. And they want to do like a period piece or whatever, but they can bring in like Jay Garrick as the Flash or whatever. That would be super, super, super cool. Do we have to fall in love with Black Adam, though? Ask Elaki. Well, 
If The Rock is playing him, you're probably going to love him. Oh, he's going to bring that charisma. I know Hector for years, and I felt the same way for a while. Uh, our opinion was like, The Rock should have played Shazam. Yeah. Because The Rock really embodies that character. But I'm also very excited to see him play a different type of character. Yeah. Because I think for most of the movies that he's been doing for the last, you know, six, seven years, he's kind of played that he's lovable. Kind of played the exact same character in everything. Yeah, the lovable, big-hearted character. But I really want to see The Rock do something else. I want to see him be a little bit more menacing, a little bit more maniacal, mm -hmm. a little more villainous. Um, I think I love when actors take those sorts of chances. For example, Dave Bautista in the opening scene of Blade Runner 2049 was so good. Yeah. And he's in one scene in that whole movie. Mm -hmm. And he's probably like one of the best parts of that movie. Yeah. Spectre didn't take advantage of that, of his acting abilities, unfortunately. But man, Dave Bautista in that one scene is so good. But then he can go be Drax in the Marvel Universe and be like loving and mm -hmm. big and colorful and all that Great shit. Actor. But, you know, like I'm excited to see The Rock do something that's a little bit more darker and a little bit more like frightening. Yeah. Because frankly, if I have to listen to The Rock sing his song from Moana one more goddamn <laughs> time, I'm going to cut my own ears off. Woo. Yeah. Okay. He, and... You know, you see streaks of his, like, rage in the, the Fast and Furious movies, yeah. but it, it, he's still kind of, like, yeah. The it's same. not fully realized until you get him in a role that's, yeah. like, you know, he's, different. He's still kind of playing that same character of, like, big, lovable badass, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked for this. <laughs> this is going to be a fun movie. One of my favorite movies, or one of my favorite moments from the Fast and Furious, it's at the end of Fast and Furious 6, where they're all at the house having the barbecue, and Hobbs shows up at the house. And uh, Tyrese's character sees him walking up the driveway. And Tyrese looks at Jordana Brewster. And he goes, Mia, you better hide your baby oil. And The Rock improvises. You better hide that big-ass forehead. <laughs> and the, the take in the movie where Ludacris spits out his drink is the real take really? they used. Yeah, and I'm like, that's amazing. that's amazing. The Rock is like, he's come a really long way. <clears throat> but I think it's fascinating. He has a team of writers who like rewrite a lot of his scenes to rockify them. Mm -hmm. And like sometimes I'm like, you know, man, don't let the thing be the thing. Like yeah. let Black Adam be Black Adam. But man, I'll always appreciate that moment for Fast and Furious 6 where you call out Tyrese like that. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, stoked to see more about this as it's coming out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Also, a lot of people have been putting stuff in the Discord. Keep doing that. We have a Hypercast Discord channel. You guys put stories in there. A lot of times I'll like, if I have time, I'll look through it. Mm. And I'll like dig through stuff that people want us to talk about. It's super helpful for us because there's like, we have a lot of stuff going on. So for us to be able to like look through our Discord channel for things that people, that you guys will get excited about for us to talk, to discuss. Uh, very, very helpful stuff. So yeah. appreciate that and keep doing that. Um... What do I have planned for you for the clubhouse? Watching Halloween? Yeah, it's probably going to happen. So strap on and strap in. Strap. Yeah, get your straps on. Strap on. Wait. Get your straps on and Wait. in. Everyone grab your strap-ons. Wait. Wait a minute. It's time to go. Uh, <laughs> we'll be right back. We're going to be doing Dungeons & Dragons. Clue. Don't go anywhere. Malika will be joining us as well. If you leave. Don't. Hug is going to eat you. If you leave, don't. Don't. Just don't do it. We begin again.